0: This is Advice for Life with Lynn, Season 1, Episode 9. Today's issue, Make Food Your Friend. Explain what those two things mean.
1: So raja is of power. You know, um, rajastic food is something that just fell off a tree. Like, let's talk about an apple. Mm -hmm. An apple, it falls off the tree. It's probably a little too hard to be eating at that moment, but if you give it a day or so, we know that when you bite into that apple, you may step back and you're like, wow, that was like the best apple I've ever eaten. Now if you wait a couple more days after that, maybe the skin started to wrinkle a little bit. Mm. Now that apple turned into tomastic, which is of low inertia. Mm. And um, so it's kind of dead. It's kind of dead. It's not going to give you that, mmm, that was the best apple feeling.
0: You have problems? She has answers. Getting down to the nitty gritty with people who know what they're talking about. This is advice for life. With Lynn, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and thirty-day free trial at AdviceForLifeWithLynn.com/slash/Audible. I love the word free. There are over one hundred and eighty thousand titles to choose from. You can get them from your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hello, everyone. Today we're going to talk about food, our relationship with food, and what we need to eat to look like Giselle Bundchen, or better yet, what we need to eat to create our best body. Does everybody know who Giselle Bundchen is? She's like this fabulous model. If you're like me, you work out maybe a few times a week, and you might not be getting the results that you're hoping for. You know, I've taken an aerobics class where I saw stars and was about to pass out, yet I still had a nice layer of fat over my toned muscles that no one could see. What am I talking about? Past tense. It's more like now. Anyway, things changed for me when I hired a trainer. This firecracker with a perfectly toned, not overly muscled body, who told me that 90% of it is not working out. It's food. Let's think about that for a minute. So 10% of it is exercise, and the other 90% of it is what we put in our mouth. Digest that. So today, we're going to find out how to make food our friend. And we're going to find out what exactly we should be eating. Not just avoid carbs and eat more protein. I don't even know what that means. We're going to get specifics from the firecracker I was telling you about. The woman with the little body fat and love of food. Personal trainer, Massey Miranda. I'm going to listen closely and take notes. Time for Lynn's Confessions. Okay, top three things on my mind today. Number one, I really hope I don't have to tell my trainer that I love a good bean burrito from Taco Bell sometimes. Number two... I pretend to like kale, but I hate its guts, if kale had guts. And number three, I recently zipped up a skirt that I haven't been able to zip up since the Ice Age. Background check. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. The background on today's guest, Masi Miranda is a born athlete. She went to college on a softball scholarship and played competitively for years. During college, she was overwhelmed with keeping up her grades and training, so she says she grabbed whatever she could to eat and really didn't know what to eat. She wasn't really fat at all. She was 125 pounds with 14% body fat, but on her 5-foot, 1-inch frame, she says she felt uncomfortable. God, how much do I weigh? Anyway, years later, her problem with food got worse when she started to work as a personal trainer. She felt competition with other trainers and she would sometimes starve herself or even take laxatives when she wanted to lose weight. Trust me, I've done that in college. It's no fun sitting in class and having to run to the toilet. You're not pretty. At some point, Mossy says she realized that she was bulimic, hiding it as, of course, every eating disorder. Everybody hides it when you have an eating disorder. And Mossy gave up personal training, but she came back to it when she realized there is no perfect body. Today, she runs a successful personal training business and has a great relationship with food, teaching her clients not to look at food as their enemy, but rather to look at it as part of their entire wellness. Welcome, Mossy. Hi, Lynn. How are you? I'm so glad you're here because you've taught me to make food, my friend. You're not freaky deaky about food. You've taught me, I don't know, like what to eat. So take us to that time in your life when you were comparing yourself with other people, as many of us do, and you were starving yourself and you were taking laxatives. Like what what were you feeling at that time in your life?
1: Well, as a trainer, it's kinda like I'm I'm assuming it's kinda like a model's life. You know, you see other models, you feel oh, she's got a better body than me and so that competitiveness is 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 pretty much Everywhere when you're the personal training business is very competitive, and there you I mean everybody in this in the city is basically a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, but then <clears throat> I start to search inside and say to myself, well, you know what makes me unique from other trainers is not how I look because people still tell me how much they love to train with me. But at the same time, I still had that issue with my body, and so I thought to myself, why is it that? People love to train with me, and yet I feel like I can't give them what they're truly asking for, what they're looking for, if I can't find it in myself. So, um, like you said, I stopped training. Um, I searched inside. I started to um, really dive into what food was. And it wasn't, for me, it started to become more of a, like an anxiety thing. I would eat just because... I felt like, oh, pizza and I'll eat the whole box or, you know, and so. Honey, I can relate. You're talking about emotional eating. Emotional eating, exactly.
0: I like that. I I like emotional eating sometimes. It feels good in the moment, but then you feel crappy at the end. Exactly. Um, and so through the
1: years, I, I started to think to myself, well, what is it that I can really give my clients? And so I started to dive more into food and food is actually the reason, the difference between what makes a trainer better than the other because um you hear you still hear great trainers say oh it's all about being vegan or it's all about being eating protein or you can you can't eat bread and and so they scare people to think that you know you can't people start to be afraid of all food because as you know throughout the years every piece of food that you put in your mouth you probably have questioned before you've put in your mouth so exactly like what do we eat Right, so I started to I started to accept the fact if I like pizza, well, I was gonna eat the box and I'll be okay with that the next day, I just exercise and then I got it off my system. My situation was was pretty bad through college um only because you know you're financially you're limited to what you can get, so subway was my right. the closest thing I could get right
0: out of school and subway isn't terrible when <laughs> just had a six inch two weeks ago. I mean, you know, you can put mustard on it. Uh, you know, there are ways to make it not so bad, but it's uh, still fast food. Right. It's still fast food. Um, and the, the,
1: the amount of bread, I mean, if you, if you think about the space in your stomach, the amount of bread you're putting into your system is, is just overwhelmingly like just too much. The salad is all, not all that great. You eat it and you still feel like, what else can I have?
0: I guess I can kiss off any subway sponsors, but that's okay. We have others. <laughs> Just kidding. So, and let's be let's be frank. Starving yourself and taking laxatives doesn't work. No, it doesn't. No, and and, and uh, you're hurting
1: yourself. So it was a way of of coming back from eating that whole box of pizza or eating like anything, like overwhelming, like eating just a lot of everything, emotional eating, and then taking a pill and waiting a couple of hours for that pill to settle in. And and you could be having a conversation with just about anyone and have to run to the bathroom. It's not fun. It's not fun. And so I saw myself in this, in just this turmoil of of wanting to lose weight. And, you know, at some point you have to let that go. And it wasn't until I became a yoga instructor where my my guruji Gaya Budai taught us about Ayurvedic eating, and Ayurvedic eating is is a way of life. So you start to see food as energy, or what I in the training world what I tell my clients is fuel. So food started to become fuel for me. So I started to um, think about what what could I eat. That is like fuel, so a sub I felt like every time I ate a subway sandwich, I was tired. It was just too much for me. Um, and then the ham, it's processed, it has a lot of salt, um the salad, when you look at it, it's not you know it's not like the farmer across the street just picked it out. It's like watered down, so you start to see food and it's in its reality, like what is it that I'm truly sticking in my mouth? So, when I started to study Ayurvedic eating, they talk about the different energies that um, food has, whether it's Rajastic or Tamastic. And explain what those two things mean. So, Raja is of power. You know, um, Rajastic food is something that just fell off a tree. Like, let's talk about an apple. Mm -hmm. An apple, it falls off the tree. It's probably a little too hard to be eating at that moment, but if you give it a day or so, we know that when you bite into that apple, you may step back and you're like, wow, that was like the best apple I've ever eaten. Now, if you wait a couple more days after that, maybe the skin started to wrinkle a little mm-hmm. bit. Now that apple turned into tomastic, which is of low inertia. Mm-hmm. and um, so It's kind of dead. It's kind of oh dead. It's not going to give you that, mm, that was the best apple mm-hmm. feeling. So the same thing happens with back to Subway you think of bread, you think of that salad. It's been sitting there probably for a couple of days. They pulled it out of a bag. It's probably gone through trucks to get to you. Um, so I started to see food in that way. Like what kind of energy can the food give back to me? So now with my clients, what I do is I first sit down with them and we talk about everything in my kitchen, which may not be everything in their kitchen, but at least we can come to grounds like, look, this is what tamasic is. This is what rajastic is. I have... Like um, a client that came in, I showed her a mango. That mango started to get a little wrinkled on the skin, and I had a fresh mango. And so she can distinguish the difference between what's a good mango by touching it and feeling it, and then what's a bad mango by, you know,
0: when you touch it, it's like wrinkled. It's not going to be the best when you eat it. So let's take this concept, which is accurate. It's science. Everything in the world— even things we can't see is energy has energy. This microphone, you, your body, this plant that I snipped off, um, uh, a wrinkled up piece of fruit, and a f- piece of fresh fruit. So, if everything's energy, you're saying go for the foods that have the most energy, which are fresh foods. Right,
1: the stuff it's going to just- give
0: you that energy
1: back. When you think of food in that way, you think of exercise in that way. So, you start to internally you change. Uh, you start to think of what am I doing that's not giving me this energy? For example, we all have a little something in our refrigerator or our drawers that we go and we pick at and we all know that this little Chocolate, thing has kisses, has, its, <laughs> has its grip on us.
0: Chips, you know, home, yeah, I love about, chips.
1: Yeah, exactly. Chips. Or you know, chips are great. They have a lot of salt though and they're tomastic.
0: Okay. Well This is a little out of order, but I want to get right to it. So chips, let's talk about chips. Is there any bad food? Like, can you still have a freaking chip? So back to my guruji.
1: So she said to me, Masi, what you want to do is you want to be happy. So if there's something that's bothering you in your head, you want that box of pizza or that bag of chips, eat it and get over it. The next day go back to, because when you put something in your mind, it's better to get rid of it by just going through it. I'm not saying to go murder someone, but, (laughs) but when it comes to food, it, it becomes, you know, it's stuck in your head, a cheeseburger. Oh my God, I'm dying for McDonald's. Well, don't be afraid, go eat it. You'll see how, and then interpret how you felt after you guilty, ate it. Guilty,
0: guilty, fat. Well,
1: not guilty, fat. When you start eating right, like by tamasic or rajasic, you start to really incorporate that to how you feel after that cheeseburger. You may feel like bloated or... Yeah, guilty and fat.
0: That's why I don't Right, so then... <laughs> I mean, I w- I'll love it in the moment, and then after I'm like, God, why did I do that? Why right, did I do that? Right, but you got it out of your system. I see what you're saying. So take away the guilt... Except that you had it, enjoy it, be in the moment, consciously get those eat that, grease it up. Yeah, ooh, yeah, with some extra ketchup. Get all. a meal. Yeah. Eat the whole thing, get it out of your system and don't view it as, Oh, I'm a bad person. I'm a fat slob. I can't believe I just did that. Instead say, I got it out of my system. I got out of my system. Exactly. Hmm. Okay. Good stuff. As a personal trainer, what is the number one problem that you see women having with food? And I'm saying women because that's the majority of my audience and there are some men who listen and can relate too, but in general, what's their number one problem?
1: Um, Women don't eat enough. That's mostly what I find when I break down my clients and I ask them, what is it that you're eating every day? So when we talk about it and I look and I put together the calories that they're having, they're not eating enough. So And then their moms, they're working, they're dealing with their husbands, they're dealing with work and their bosses and you know, women carry a lot of stress. So imagine all that stress and not eating enough; they're going to get sick after a while, and then they realize that they're depressed, and then they go through a depression, and they're like, "I need to exercise." And they they think it's that they're not exercising, but really, what they need probably to do is to do, like if you see exercise now as rajastic and tamasic. If you are a person who is feeling lazy and of no inertia, what should you do? Should you go to the, sleep, <laughs> go to sleep, or do like a you know an i uh, an Ayengar class? No, you go for a power walk, mm. you get that energy back out. You always have to do the opposite when it comes to exercise. Well, I have clients that come in and they're exhausted. I haven't slept. so what I choose to do is either I get them to do some meditation or we'll do something more more stretching. I won't hit them as hard. Um, it depends on who it is and how many times they come in saying that they're tired. You know, if, if there's a big problem, then I'll send them home, go home and go to sleep. That's what you really need. If you're really tired. Now, if they come in all the time saying they're tired, then there may be an issue with depression that they're just, they haven't felt like they've rested enough. And that's because their mind hasn't stopped thinking. Mm. So in other words, you, you want to do opposite of what you're feeling. The same thing with, um, like, for example, food. In food, there's, there's three doshas that you work with. There is kapha, vata, and pita. In food. In pita. What, are, right. what do all those things mean? Those are energies. Okay. So, for example, in New Mexico, when I used to live there, you go to an Ayurvedic restaurant, mm-hmm. and you don't order. You stand at the counter, and he goes, you're vata, pita. I know what to get you. You're a mess. You need this energy. Yeah. Okay. So people who are of of a lot of energy, like, for example, me, Mm -hmm. I'm like, ah, all day Mm -hmm. long. Then I should eat things that cool me down. For example, tzatziki sauce or a cool guacamole or a smoothie, something that's cool. Because when you're you're extremely hyper, your stomach tends to produce more gastric juices. Mm. And when you have a lot of acid in your stomach... You tend to build ulcers, and you have different things that occur in your in your system. So you should eat things that cool your system down, cool your whole system down. You know, it's like a hot engine of a car. You don't want to, you know, keep running that car. You want to let it sit for a second, let it cool down, and keep going. So, and then if you have someone who is of no inertia, someone who is... Dead tired. Dead tired. Slug. But me. slug. More of a kafa person. They... They should eat spicy foods, things that are hot, like a hot soup with cayenne pepper in it or, you know, something that has cayenne
0: or some kind of spice in it. And people can be a mix of those things. I mean, some Throughout days day you can right. be
1: someday, a whole day. You can go through all three.
0: I see. What's coffee? the third one?
1: And then there is Vata. Vata is like a little mix of both, mm-hmm. but you're right in the middle. Um, But it depends on.
0: You know how you're feeling. You have right. to go opposite. Always go opposite. So when women don't eat enough, or anybody doesn't eat enough, their metabolism slows down. Correct. I mean that's another negative. So you you're not losing the fat you want and gaining the muscle you want, and then you get depressed and beat yourself up and say, "I'm not working out enough," or "I'm not eating the right things." Do you see that as a cycle for women? Always. Yeah. Always.
1: Yeah. They don't eat enough, and and they just have. Women tend to have a little more. On their plate than than most, than anybody else. I and think. it's not food. Mothers, that is. Moms have a lot of stress on them.
0: Hey, everyone. I want to take a second to thank our new sponsor, Audible.com. We're growing every day. I'm so excited. If you love listening to this podcast, then you're probably on the go. And you should also consider... Audible.com. I love Audible. Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free, love the word free, 30 day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. For you, the listeners of Advice for Life with Lynn podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally love Audible. I, I don't know what I would do without it. I love somebody reading to me, especially when I'm driving. I personally recommend The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, one of many books I absolutely love. I love the guy who does the reading, the, the voiceover actor. He's got such a rich voice. You'll be in engaged the whole time you're listening. You can download the four agreements or maybe another audio book for free by trying Audible right now when you go to com slash Audible. Again, that's com slash Audible for your free audio book. How in your mind can we make food our friend?
1: The way I-, I make food my friend is... So I went through all that that I told you in the beginning. And I started to realize that well what am I missing is the truth like I'm going through my day maybe I haven't had a little vitamin c today I need to put some of that in my body um so I always think about okay this morning I had my eggs you know I had my toast I have my carbohydrates I think about what I'm missing in in my life like throughout the day and I try to put that in my system oh I haven't had meat in a couple weeks let me eat a nice ribeye or I haven't. I don't have my omega threes. Let me go eat some salmon. How would I know all that? Well, I dove into what each food that I like, what I like, what it has, what components
0: it has. So be aware of what you're putting in your mouth. Yeah, like be aware for example, you a, in your
1: body. A, a avocado has more potassium than a banana. If You didn't look it up. You wouldn't have known that. Right. Yeah. A green pepper has a lot more vitamin C than an orange.
0: So research your food,
1: right, and and understand how they give you the most power. For example, if you get that green pepper and you saute it for you know twenty minutes, it's not going to give you the same thing if you ate it crispy and you know not. You can cook it, but not too much, so it doesn't lose its power. You know, because then it turns tama's. I love eating
0: peppers, by the way, like apples or or peppers Fresh. with hummus mm-hmm. or tzatziki sauce or. Well, that that's what I w- want to talk about now. Tell me exactly what we should be eating to have our best body. I know this isn't a cooking show. We don't have two hours to go into all these things. No, we it's really simple. But like, give me the basics. If it doesn't grow, don't eat it. You want to eat whole foods. Unless you're having a moment and need to get it out of your system. Get it out of your system. Okay. Exactly. So if it doesn't grow, don't eat it. So can you give me some examples of go-to things, um, that we snacks we can have, or an example of breakfast, lunch, and dinner?
1: Well, as you know, every fruit has a variation. You know, there's gala apples, there's uh, red delicious, there's, you know, there's all sorts of variations, you know. So what I like to do is I like to switch it up every week. I go for pink ladies and then the next week I'll hit up the gala apples, you know, and then so I can, I can explore. Oh my God. I go to
0: the grocery store. I'm like, just grab whatever round, round red thing. Yeah, I guess there are. So you do that to keep your tongue interested
1: yeah to see
0: what i like i now i know what i
1: like and what i don't like i see you know i know now i don't like pink ladies as much as i like gala apples
0: yeah me too or i think is a pink lady the little small one no it's it's
1: it's normal size but it's it's more soury i think it has a little
0: more sour to it um
1: uh for example bananas there's the manzano the little little ones those are cute those are the best those are my favorite bananas compared to the big ones the big bananas they're they're good too so but research those, your fruit but those bananas you have to eat them at the right time mm-hmm. you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: because if not if they're too green on the on the top then they're going to you're going to eat it and it's going to taste a little chalky right so the little ones are my favorite and they can be black and they can be amazing you know when a banana goes black people are like I don't want to eat it cuz it has spots on it the little ones they can go black and they're amazing
0: okay so we should be eating fruit fruit Vegetables, lots of veggies. Okay, give me an example of like what, because you know, not everybody likes vegetables. And yeah, we know we need to be having salad, especially women. But give me another idea of veggies. You're great with ideas.
1: Uh, Veggies, what I cut up, uh, well, the green peppers tend to be a little more acidic. So I like the red peppers and the yellow ones. So I'll get red and yellow peppers and slice them up in long slices and then get hummus, dip it in my hummus, or you can put it in baba ganoush. You can get a little container of baba ganoush. Have some of that. Pre-made. Pre-made. Yeah, and that's another thing. Don't bust your butt over what you're eating. Like, I mean, if you're a person that's on the go, because that's another issue. These women or men, they have to get to work a certain time. They only have like a certain amount of time in the morning mm-hmm. to get their stuff. Always prepare your food. If you uh, if you're eating out. You know, in different restaurants, you don't know what you're taking in or where it came from or if the cow was sick or if, you know, you're just in someone else's, you're you're allowing someone else to make those choices for you. So it's probably best to prepare your snacks. Um, I would buy a tub of hummus, a tub of baba ganoush, get yourself green, I mean, uh, red, yellow peppers. I would get some um, zucchini um, slice them long, you know, and, and they're crunchy. They can take over your chips, you know, you, what you're looking for in the chip is the crunch. Mm hmm. It's a, a little sp- salt. Right. No one wants to hear, I want to eat celery. Everyone's right, over right. the celery and the carrots. Yeah. But if you're into that, then they're crunchy too. You can have that. Um, tomatoes. I know they're a fruit, but they're a great, they're in the veggie section. So, um uh, in the f- tomato world, I love Roma tomatoes. I love San Marzano tomatoes. The Italians know how to make tomatoes for some reason there. You know, the beefsteak tends to be a little big. Yeah. And if, when you put them in your fridge, you should put it, you know where the stem connects
0: to the tomato, put them face down. But shouldn't we not put them in, shouldn't we not put tomatoes in the fridge? You should put them in the fridge. Oh, I didn't know But that. they're only
1: going to last, buy yourself a couple of tomatoes. Uh-huh. And that's another thing. When you shop, buy for like three or four days. Not, okay. Don't buy for the whole week. I know people don't have time, but you're probably going to have to go to the grocery store a lot. But you won't be spending that $400 bill. You'll pay, probably spend 150 a 100 bucks.
0: Or like I do. I do my, a big shop every two weeks, and then I buy veggies. paper or all that other stuff. Every four days But or for something.
1: food, you should do two to three days because that's how it's freshest.
0: Okay. Fruits, research what you like. Veggies, red, yellow peppers, hummus, zucchini, zucchini, sliced and long. And then make it even vintage. more simple. So I would take two fruits or three fruits a week
1: or two fruits a week that you can really work on and two veggies a week that you can work on. Like work on meaning try out. Try out for that week. For two weeks, try out. No, for one week, try out two fruits and two veggies that you're
0: going to explore. And there's no limit on that. It's not like this is the South Beach diet. You can have two fruits, you know, No, two don't, veggies. Don't think about diet doesn't work. That word diet
1: should be eliminated from everyone's vocabulary. You know, food is fuel, period. If, it's, if it doesn't grow, don't eat it. And always eat whole. So it's probably best to get support your local so that the logistics is not an issue. You know, Florida, at some point, gas will be so expensive that 18-wheelers can't drive down and bring you food. So what are we going to do? We have to support our local farmers. We have to go to the farmers markets, get the food that you need that week. And if, if you're on if it's the farmers markets on Sunday, well Wednesday, go to your local supermarket and get local foods. Why are we getting stuff from California? I have no idea. Because it's
0: convenient. We're busy and maybe we don't think about well we're not market. supporting our farmers. If we That's true.
1: if we paid more farmers the money that they I used to work on a farm with my, my dear friend farmer Dan and I know how hard it is to maintain a farm. It is extremely hard. They do work hard. They work extremely hard. And if anyone
0: deserves money, it's them. So fruits, veggies, um, uh, try uh, two a week. What else should be in our diet? What else should we be eating?
1: Um, So lean meats, you know.
0: So you're not a freaky deaky, don't have meat. No, I eat meat. You see these teeth here? You always tell me these teeth—they're for—they're
1: for meat. They're for me- chewing. I was a vegan for uh, you know about a year and a half, two years, and I'll never forget. One day, I went to a baseball stadium, and this gentleman was cooking and cutting a roast beef. And every time he put that knife down, that beef—it's like here—would come, come out. <laughs> and I was like, mm. so I said to him, "Oh my god, who, who, who's, where did you get that piece of meat?" He goes, "Oh, my brother has a farm down south." In uh, Rio Rancho. And he brought me this fresh today. I go, okay, I want one. And so, I'll never forget. I sat down with my my roast beef sandwich. Ready to watch the game. And as soon as I took a bite of it. It's almost like my eyes. Like if someone had like a TV yeah, contrast. Like Twilight. Yeah, you're someone like- turned up the TV contrast. And everything got brighter. Um, That's when I knew it was like. <laughs> it was like a, a moment for me. I'm like, we need
0: do you remember the game at
1: all? Or you just yeah, had well, like a moment you. with your sandwich? No, I don't remember who was playing, but <laughs> I, I don't kidding. remember anyone around me. Uh, the person that was with me, she's like, "Are you gonna wait till?"
0: I'm like, "No, I'm not waiting. I'm eating this right now." <laughs> okay, so eat lean meats if you're into meat. Have yes. lean chicken breast. What else? Um, you you taught me about bison. Bison you is know, great, like Piccadillo bison. Uh-huh. Um, you
1: can put that in a and you can stuff that in a pepper. You know, put a little get some poblano peppers and put them in there uh, or make it with a poblano pepper, put a little picadillo in there with some, put a little cheese on that, you know, uh, you can do a lot of things with veggies. You just have to explore, you know, find one veggie or two veggies and explore the different ways that you can make them and eat them. Yeah. You love mushrooms. I can't stand them. Love mushrooms. Mushrooms to me, if you were to choose a mushroom that kind of tastes like steak and you're vegan, so I would go for the shiitake, portobello, you know. And then when you make the mushroom, don't ever stick your mushrooms underwater because it makes them soggy. And what, when you Don't cook we them, want
0: to rinse them? They've been
1: in the ground. Well, you get a paper towel mm-hmm. and you clean them off. Oh, clean them off with a wet, wet paper towel. towel. Yeah. Oh,
0: interesting. And the portobello,
1: you rip off that stem, put it in the oven, put a little olive oil, some good. So ingredients are important. A good olive oil. You know, don't get that $5 olive oil that you found. You're probably going to spend money in your product, like your salts, your olive oil, your pepper,
0: um, your vinegar. It, You're talking about your good bosom- vinegar.
1: Yeah, there's a great vinegar that I buy now by Massimo Bottura. He's like the, well, he just got named from San Pellegrino. He was named the number one chef in the world, his restaurant. And he has a bottle at Whole Foods called the Massimo Bottura Balsamic Vinegar. This guy is like he supports his local farmers, and he's the master
0: of the. And what's so great about that vinegar?
1: Okay, vinegar. Normally, you should find vinegar, balsamic vinegar, in a hundred milliliters. Mm-hmm. If the bottle's bigger than that, then it's probably a little watered down. It'll probably give you some, you know, ulcers in your in your mouth, you know, because it's so acid. So, what you need to do is buy a small bottle. Shake it around and make sure that, you know, like wine, you know, Mm -hmm. when you swirl it around, Mm it has the drips and the lines on the side. Mm -hmm. Same thing with um, balsamic vinegar. Balsamic vinegar is is made in these big containers and then they start putting them into smaller containers as it evaporates. So the smallest container is the container that you're going to eat. And the container is like really tiny. So it only fits in 100 milliliters. And you don't need a lot because it's concentrated. It's good stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay. So. Lean meats, good ingredients, great olive oil. How do you know olive oil is good or not? You said go buy, don't go by the price. I would taste it. Oh, excuse me, Mister Grocery Man, can I taste this olive oil? No, you take it home. Just get a small bottle. Try it out. Get a small bottle. Try it out. If you
1: like it, the thicker and the and the greener it is, that's how I like it. I don't think
0: I've ever really actually tasted olive oil. Yeah, like you taste it, like put it in a spoon and get a little bread, dip it in the bread, so you can soak it up. So can we have bread? Yes. What kind of
1: bread? Whole, br- whole, f- whole grain bread. You know, I normally tell my clients the Ezekiel is great.
0: Yeah, I love Ezekiel. You know, Zach the really Baker. Bread, we all
1: know Zach the Baker. He's an amazing baker, and he only puts the best kosher, great stuff in his bread. Um. What about rice? Rice, brown.
0: Okay. That's how I'm going for the carbs.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's okay. Um, and butter. Now, let me correct myself. If you're a person who's lethargic and you sit at an office nine to five and you really don't go to the copier machine all that much and you don't run around for your boss picking up his dry cleaning, then carbs, you have to moderate your carbs, your carb intake.
0: So if you have a job where you're sitting a lot, you want to eat more... Fruits and veggies. Fruits and veggies. And if you're uh, up and down, up and down, you can have you can have your carbohydrates.
1: Okay. You can afford to get them because, I mean, just just being here talking with with you, you're probably and going throughout my day blinking, talking to my friends, picking up my phone. You probably burn between you know a thousand to a thousand eight hundred calories. I'm gonna
0: start blinking more,
1: just to be <laughs> just to be alive, right? So. Mm-hmm. When you exercise, you're probably burning between 300 to 800, depends on what the intensity is. And so that you're, now you're at 26, 2500 calories loss. So now people are telling, you, Oh, that this concept of, Oh, I can only eat 1200 calories. Mm. Everyone has this number in their head. I don't know where they get it from, but a doctor, a doctor. Yeah. But if you know how to measure, I would get a pedometer and see on an on a weekly basis what it is that you truly how many steps you take so you
0: can figure out how many calories you need and
1: now there's apps where you know how many calories you burn on a weekly right. basis now right. if that week you know that the following week you're going to be more lethargic then you probably don't want to take in the same amount of carbohydrates you did the week before
0: so you're really you're saying don't don't concentrate so much on the calories concentrate more on the energy on the energy exactly
1: okay, okay. pasta whole wheat pasta And then, of course, there are moments where you go to a restaurant and they're like, this is the best Italian restaurant, you know. You're not going to be like, hi, can I please have some whole wheat pasta? Mm -hmm. No. Eat the pasta that the Italian back there that rolled it. Can I have the whole thing? Can I have three pieces of bread too? Now that's another thing. And a glass of wine? Obviously. And a piece of chocolate? No. Restaurants (laughs) tend to serve you more because the customer would be insulted if they brought you the serving size. The serving size is not what we expect it to be. I mean... So should we eat half of it? Half is good. Or yeah. a little less. Or share it.
0: Right.
1: You can probably spend less money going out and you probably can go out more if you if you shared your plates with someone.
0: Okay, so don't be freaky-deaky at a restaurant. Have don't it.
1: Have split it. Split it. Don't be changing how the chef makes it. He oh. he knows what he's doing. He's done this all his life. He sat there with the egg and dumped it on the flour. He loved it. He rubbed it, you know, and now you're going to go change up <laughs> his 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 you know his passion so it sounds like more balance it's like if someone comes to me yeah and says mossy i want to lose this here and they grab their inner thigh this Mm -hmm. happens all the time and then they're working on they're like can we do like inner thigh exercises and i'm like sorry let me do my job yeah let me do my job okay if this is if you want jane fonda's workout get yourself get sucked yeah
0: (laughs) okay this is great so we can have whole wheat pasta yes what about cheat days can we cheat at all yes you cheat at all so one of the books that
1: I, I highly recommend for people is Oprah, uh, Body for Life. I, I thought that book. that book is great. And I thought it was a, a nice moderate way of approaching food and she did great on it. And the way he talks about food is amazing. I love, I took a lot of his concepts. So I like to tell my clients that take one day out of the week, whichever day that is and Eat whatever you want. Blow it out. But when you're exercising. Chips. <laughs> now listen to this. When you're exercising and you're feeling good and you, the whole week you've been eating your fruits and veggies and your body just feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, you go to that cheat day and you're like, well, I'm going to have this and this and this and this. And you go to this, you go to like, uh, you know, a restaurant. They're giving you waffles and eggs. You when feel you, terrible after. You feel terrible yeah. after. Mm-hmm. So what does one do? They're like, oh, I can't do that again. So maybe the next weekend when you go have your cheat day, you're like, "I'm gonna have that, but less of it." You learn your balance. You when learn you blow it your out. balance because you're so into the feeling of how great you're feeling throughout the week. You're exercising, you're eating right, and then all of a sudden you kill it with this this brunch that you thought was gonna satisfy. You're like, "I'm gonna eat everything I want because I haven't done it throughout the week," and then you
0: feel awful. It makes you think, well, but the key is. I think everybody needs to remember this. When we do that and we feel awful, just learn from it and not feel guilty. Exactly. Because when we start to feel guilty, we start to have a bad relationship with food and ourselves. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to learn from, it's not even a mistake, a process. Right. That's my two cents. (laughs) I'm not the expert. Okay. So what three things, top three things do we have to have in our kitchen? Do you recommend? A fruit or veggie.
1: I would do two fruits, two veggies. I love the banana. You know, the banana, I'm going to get specific with the fruit, but the banana is such a great
0: fruit to have because you could take it on the go. You can eat it and not get your hands dirty. I've never really even thought about bananas. I just shove in my mouth and throw out the pe- peel out the window. Is that okay? Yeah. That's sort the of recycling. Organ- no, it's okay. good. It's good for- okay, so get a good banana.
1: Get a good banana. I always have uh Haas avocados in my in my shelf. They're the best.
0: Okay, so haas avocado. Great bananas. Um you know I used to hate avocado, but I've learned to like like them. If you don't like avocados, what's another backup?
1: Another backup. Potassium wise, um banana's good. Um for haas avocado, I would do um Like in the same creaminess. I don't know, uh, avocados are just, they're so,
0: like... Well, just the top things, the top three things we need to have in our kitchen. Two fruits, two veggies.
1: I would have an egg, too.
0: Okay, eggs. eggs.
1: I like eggs. Because eggs have protein, they have omega-3s. It's probably better if you have your own chickens, but that's, you know...
0: Oh my God, Masi, we're not in a farm. (laughs) Although that would be nice. Okay.
1: Eggs are good, um, and some kind of meat. Lean meat. Lean meat lean, or fish. You know, I would stick to all your local fish to support your local fishermen. Get them at the local places. Like, and if
0: you can't, frozen. Is that frozen, like frozen?
1: The- always go for. Don't ever get farm raised. Farm raised is. I wouldn't suggest farm raised. Um, if you've ever raised fish in a farm, you you would understand what I mean. It's the mm-hmm. waters. It's just not good. They they eat each other's poo. Yeah. Okay. Um, But yeah, salmon or, I mean, pompano when it's in season, whatever's in season.
0: Okay. So to review, what is your best advice on how to make food, our friend? If it doesn't grow, don't eat it. A Very simple, simple. And
1: don't be afraid if you're feeling it and you want to eat it, eat it. Don't be afraid to eat what what it is that you're thinking about wanting to eat just have it
0: and then afterwards interpret how you feel after you ate it okay so i took notes number one we need to be thinking about what we're missing in our diet Mm -hmm. Two, see food as energy yep three if it doesn't grow don't eat it Mm -hmm. and four plan your food don't be winging it because many times we'll starve and number five, diet doesn't work. Diet does not work, no. Top things Mossy says we need to have in our fridge always, or actually, top things that Mossy says we need to have in our kitchen, two fruits, two veggies, eggs, good olive oil, taste it, good balsamic, and a good lean meat. And always eat in season.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and blow it out and don't feel guilty. Exactly. <laughs> so before we let you go, Mossy, we're going to do Lynn's Fab Five where I get to ask you five random questions. It's kind of like a game. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. It's nothing too personal. Number one, when was the last time you said no? Uh, this morning. Really? You want to tell me about that? <laughs> what happened, Mossy? How are you feeling? When
1: Leslie told me to feed the dog, I said no. It's your turn. Your wife. Yeah. And how did it feel to say no? It felt good, but she she's really good with me. She's like, okay.
0: Well, you keep track,
1: so do well, I. I. I thought about the,
0: <laughs> the last time I said no. That was the last time I said no. Good. Number two, what is your go to music when you're sad? I love Kings of Convenience,
1: that's my go to band. Love them, whether I'm cooking or I'm exercising or hanging out at the house or sitting by the pool. When was the last time you
0: laughed? With you all the time. Oh, Marcy, I love <laughs> you. Uh, what's your favorite indulgence? My favorite indulgence: Walls
1: ice cream. Mmm. What flavor? Pralines and cream. Oh, me too. Yeah, I like putting my tongue right in the pralines. I just love mm. getting there. I like. I actually hopscotch my way up that ramp.
0: Wow. You know, he yeah, has like a little that's hopscotch. That's glee. Yeah, this is yeah. an ice cream store yeah. in Miami. That's so funny. <laughs> and fifth question: Have you ever wanted to slap anybody? Uh. Not really, but yeah. So I guess
1: just grab them and...
0: The neck. You Ugh. wanted to squeeze them. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't your neck hit anybody. But yeah,
1: just, just <laughs> squeeze them
0: really hard. Like, come on. Thank you so much, Masi. We learned nice. so much about food today. If you want to get in contact with Masi for more on her food wisdom, you can email her at Masiel, that's M-A-S-S-I-E-L, Miranda. M I R A N D A at me dot com. Maciel Miranda at me dot com. Or if you want to call her, you can call her at 786-290-3654. A reminder to everybody, submit your questions on com. And while you're there, sign up for my free email. You'll be the first to get my weekly blog on how to live consciously and peacefully. You'll also get access to my free happiness guide when you sign up. Also, I'm looking for guests with different ways that they can help the Advice for Life with Lynn followers. So reach out, maybe if you think you've got something to say and you want to be on the podcast. Lastly, please subscribe and rate my podcast on iTunes. I really care about what you think. So Tell me how I'm doing. I want your thoughts. The links are in the show notes and also on the website. I want to help as many people as I can with this podcast. So your shares, your subscribes and reviews help us gain visibility in the iTunes store and they help us reach more people. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next time. And remember, there is nothing we can't talk about.